Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Rohan Andrew. We're going to be talking about living for eternity, or you could call it living with a perspective of eternity, with, with an eternal perspective. Um, would you like my cool little graphic there I found online? I thought I'd try and make an effort because the young people were going to be in today, so I thought I'd try and keep them, <laughs> keep them um, interested. So it's all about living for eternity. Now, over the last number of weeks, we have been kind of linking things in with um, Pastor Colin, obviously passing away, going to glory. And we've been talking about that. And, you know, as I was praying for this meeting today, I felt God just kind of start to speak to me about like eternity and, and what eternity actually is and how we fit in with eternal life. Because we know that, you know, Jesus came to give us eternal life, life eternal. That's what he was all about. So if the first, first slide... Uh, we all know this scripture, well-known scripture, John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So if you're born again this morning, you would have given your life to the Lord. And did you know that as soon as you gave your life to the Lord, your journey of eternal life began? So as that scripture says, if you believe in him, we shall not perish, but we should have eternal life. So that means life in eternity. It means we go on forever. Now, as I was kind of thinking about Pastor Colin and praying and praying about what the Lord wanted me to, to talk about this morning, I was thinking, you know, our, our, our lives, if we're on like a, a journey like from the moment we we were born again, we we're in this eternal kind of uh, process, this journey into eternity. Did you know that it talk, it says in the Bible many 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 times, and I've got some of the scriptures up um, that I'll share in a second. But it says quite a number of times that what we do here on this planet, what we do here, we will reap the reward of that when we go to heaven. When we step into the next part of our, uh, our, our eternal life, you can call it, the kind of tra- we transition from here on earth into the spirit realm there in heaven, we step into something that we've worked for, labored for, sacrificed for, um, served in this life, we step into the reward of that in the next life, the life to come. And I was thinking about Pastor Colin and thinking of all the amazing things that he's done that I have been you know, going on about for the last few weeks. Um, but he's, he's been obedient to God in such a way that he's seen God work in his life and millions and literally millions of other people's lives. And he steps into and he transitions into his eternal reward. Now, that eternal reward, only God knows for each of us what that will look like and what that's all about. 
Because um, actually, sometimes it's not as easy as just thinking, well, Pastor Colin did this, 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 and this, so that means he's going to have this amazing reward. Because actually, it's relative to where you are and who you are. Because you might be, I don't know, a, a single mum at home with kids, and you're not going to be an apostle to the nations, are you? So, but God will will honour you and you will reap a reward relative to where he's put you and what he's called you to do with your life. So you could be a single mum at home with kids and maybe you never ever lead even one person to the Lord. But if you've done something, if you're, if you're obedient to what God's called you to do, raising your children and doing what he's, 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 he's steering you to do, there will be a reward in heaven that will... I don't know, I mean, I'm guessing. It could be equal to a reward that other maybe great men and women of God have, um, would, would, that we've seen on this planet, that things that they've done on this planet would, would have in heaven. Does that make sense? Because God is not, unju- God's very fair. He's a judge, isn't he? he? We will have a judgment day where he will judge us on what we've done with what he's given us. You know, the parable of the talents. He's given different people different amounts of talents and gifts and things. And what you've done with what you've got is what the reward you'll get. Amen? Does that make sense? Um, I read a book, actually, once. It's, called, it, it's um, by Rick Joyner. It's called The Final Quest, one of my favorite books of all time all time. I really, really strongly recommend it. And actually, in this book, Rick Joyner, the writer, he, um, he has this experience with God where God takes him to heaven and shows him stuff that's going on in heaven. And he gets this opportunity. Now, I can't, I can't say that he had... I can't stand here and say this was a definite... Um, everything he saw was exactly what is going to happen in heaven because it was a visionary kind of experience he had and he wrote this book and he's and he's kind of in the writing of this book he said well you, you know you do what you want to do with this book but this is my experience you you know you weigh it as you want to weigh it you pray it through and see if you see if you, God kind of gives you a witness that this is true but anyway he so he met people in heaven that had passed away on this earth so he actually he wouldn't he didn't name the names of people so you wouldn't really know who he was talking about but he he actually encountered great men and women of God and and he met them in glory and he would talk about this kind of describe this massive kind of gigantic hall throne room where you where God was somewhere miles and miles and miles away at the end and all of these people in this kind of procession and, and he, was, he was kind of walking past different people, men and women of God that have gone and speaking to them. And they were telling him bits of their story about things they did on earth and their reward in heaven. And it's re- it was really interesting because some of the people that he met, which he would, didn't name and you couldn't really work out who they were, but probably very famous men and women of God that have done lots of things for God in, in generations gone by, um, they would say things like, you know, all the things that you saw me do on earth that, that I was famous for, up here, there it's very different. So sometimes you might see someone doing some amazing things for God, but actually the reward that they got in heaven was different because actually it... it God judged the people in such a way that he weighed up every single kind of motive of their heart as to why they were doing the things they did. 
So he would meet certain people that we would, he, obviously we don't know who they are, special, famous men and women of God, and they've received a small reward because actually the whole of their life, the reason why they did what they did was for some completely different motive to be famous or I think there was somewhere there as a man of God he said I did everything for my wife because she was kind of telling me to do this and telling me to do that so I did it all for her I wasn't actually doing it for God and there was other people that would say you know yeah I was doing it out of insecurity or I wanted to be famous or so sometimes the things that we do here on earth or the way things look on earth in heaven in God through God's eyes the way he weighs things up and judges things is complete could be completely different and that's something we'll probably never know until we go to heaven. We couldn't, you know, we're not called to judge people's actions and work out, are they doing that for God or are they doing that for something else or are they doing it for money or whatever? And so we'll never know that. But it's just interesting that the judgment, when we stand before God in judgment, he will weigh every single motive, desire, thing that's going on in here. And he alone has that power to make a judgment on, on us. And it's, 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 it's a good reminder to make sure we are living for him in whatever we're doing. If we just flick to the next slide, I think it's the next one. No, you can't see some of that. Uh, next, if you go to the next one. So there's a few scriptures like this I want us to just have a look at this morning. And... I'll just read this for you. Obviously, you could, I'm sure you could read it yourself. It says this, Work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the, ma the master you are serving is Christ. And whenever we're working, whatever we've been called to do, now, that may be being at home with children. It may be... Uh, like me being a pastor, it may be doing some sort of other job. You know, obviously, we all do many different jobs, working for many different people. But we're called to do whatever we're doing unto the Lord for him rather than just for our bosses at work or our managers or whatever we've been called to do. And if you just flick to the next one as well, because it links in with this as well. And this is Paul speaking, obviously, to the church of Ephesus. Serve wholeheartedly, and this, uh, this one is in the context of serving um, your master and you being a slave. Or he was talking to people that were slaves. So serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people, because you know that the Lord will reward each one for, for whatever good they do, whether they are slave or free. And, and again, what it, what it's talk, it, there's a reward in there. It's talking about a reward that we'll, we'll receive. But it's also talking about doing everything that we do, just remembering that we do, it to, we do it to the Lord and actually remembering that as you're serving. So as we're serving, you know, whatever you're doing in your jobs on a daily basis or whether you're at home or whatever you're doing, make sure we're doing it with a pure motive unto God. We're doing it to, to him. Because I think sometimes we can get confused. I think I was talking to James about this um, at uh, one of the lunch times we, we met up this week. And we can get confused where we sometimes feel that if we're not in full-time ministry or we're not doing something that is overtly spiritual, we're not really serving God. We're not really doing anything of any value. And we're not really 
you know, building his kingdom or, or anything like that. But these scriptures here, and there's, there's other scriptures as well, say that it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether you're a slave. So you might be a slave and you're just, I don't know, kind of breaking up stones or something like that, or just making food for your master. Whatever you're doing, that, if, you, if, if you ended up doing that for your whole life, that doesn't mean you're not doing anything of any value for God or you're not serving God. You know, God's, God It says he's not a man that he should lie or, you know, he, he's not going to um, give one person uh, some sort of reward just because they were doing something that they had the opportunity to do that another person didn't have the opportunity to do that, if that makes sense. So, so you, could, you could be born into slavery, but he says, even if you're a slave, do whatever you're doing wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord. And you will receive a reward for what you're doing. That's actually quite freeing if you really think about that. Because I, I know lots of people do struggle with, oh, am I doing the right job? You know, is this job really what God wants me to be doing with my life right now? Am I making any difference in anyone's life in what I'm doing? But if you actually apply the scripture, it's whatever you're doing, do it unto the Lord. Now, yes, God can steer us into different vocations and jobs and and professions and you know he can promote us and bless us in those things and he can cause us to do things that are really helping people directly but sometimes you might just be doing a job where you're answering phone calls you know in a call center or something like that and (laughs) so it sorry me and James were talking about this Because James was doing that. He's got a promotion, actually, now. He's going to be doing something different. <laughs> I want you to share, actually, James. I think, maybe, I think you should share your testimony, maybe, maybe next week. But Because um, God's been good to James. But you could be in a call centre, you know, answering phone calls for a company or whatever. But do it wholeheartedly. Do it to the Lord. Do it to the best of your ability. Do it with integrity. Do it with love, with joy, with the Spirit of God inside of you, working through you. And, and I believe as you do that, you're, you are spreading the love of God. You are spreading his kingdom. You are being light in the world. You are being salt to people, you know, salt and light. That's what we're called to be. And sometimes we get confused that we think if we're not inadvertently doing something very Christian or talking about God or witnessing to someone about the Lord, then we're not really achieving anything. But God sees exactly what our heart, where our hearts are and what we're doing and our motives, and he will reward us um, as we go on to the next life. And actually, the Bible says he'll reward us now as well in this life. Okay, I've got a bit of a demonstration I thought I would come up with um, for the young people in the room, although there's not too many of you there here. So I'm going to need some people to help me. Um, I'm going to need about four people probably to do this. I think James and, James and David, seeing you're around here, you can, you can help me with this one. I'm gonna <laughs> I'll hold this end. And if you, if you, what I want you to do is to just, if I hold this, to, to get it going all the way around the room. So I'm going to need a couple more people to help, to help with this. 
This is a 25-metre wire. So, oh, yeah you, yeah, you two are fine. You, you can do it. I was wondering how big, how big a wire I needed for this demonstration, but I thought I'd just buy the biggest one and the cheapest one. So it only costs four pounds, so I'm not wasting money. I've no idea what the wire actually does. It's just a wire I got from B&Q. Yeah, that's great. That's, that's actually making it all the way around. Look at that. That's perfect. 25 meters. Perfect. Now, this demonstration is going to be this. And I, I borrowed this because I saw this in a preach years and years and years ago of a, uh, a guy called um, Francis Chan. Francis Chan, have you ever heard of him? Francis Chan, yeah, he's a great preacher, amazing guy. And he did this demonstration. This is brilliant. This is really good. This, this hopefully should stick in your mind. If you just imagine this wire is eternity, so this wire, just imagine this wire goes on forever. It's time and it's eternity, and it just goes on and on and on forever. And if you think about how long this wire is, where it's, all, it's gone all the way around. In fact, David, if you just pull that wire over there a bit, so that might just help the demonstration. Yeah. So you could, if you, and just hold that for a second, hold that. So if you just imagine this is eternity, and it goes around, and just imagine this little bit here is our time on earth here. And if you think about this small amount of time that we have here, on this planet Earth, and how long and how far eternity actually is. Think about what God has called us to do and how he's called us to live and how he's called us to be and the relationship that he wants with us is just a tiny, tiny, tiny little speck. I think the Bible actually calls it a speck. We're here for a, a, a moment, a flash in time. But actually, this, this little bit here is very important because what you do with your life here will determine where you're going to be in the rest of eternity and what you'll receive for the rest of eternity. So it's a bit of a heavy, you know, that's a bit of a heavy message, a thing to just really think about. But it's important. I think as a pastor, I wouldn't be doing my job very well if I didn't warn you that your life has consequences the way we live our life, what we do with our life, how we are, how we act, the things that we allow in our lives, the things that we don't allow in our lives, the way we choose to live, will have a, an effect on the rest of et your eternal life. So, and I, no, I borrowed this off him because he made this joke and I thought, it was, I thought it was brilliant. He said, some people live this bit of their life and they think to themselves, right, I'm going I'm to save, I'm going to save and save and save and save until I get right to the end of my life and then I'm going to do whatever I want to do with my life with all the money that I've saved and I'm going to have fun. So then, so it's like they save, <laughs> they, they kind of work this part of their life and then save and then they have this tiny, tiny little bit of life where they get to enjoy themselves or do whatever they want to do. And then, but not really thinking that actually you've wasted your life doing all of that when you're going to be stepping into eternity. And it might be an eternity without God. It might be eternity with God, but with a, a, a small reward. We want a big reward, don't we? Does anyone want a big reward when you go to heaven? You want to be, it says you don't want to be going to heaven or being saved as one escaping through the fire. Do you know that scripture? So where you just about make it into heaven. I gave my life to the Lord, 
30 years ago and I've just about scraped through heaven but I haven't lived my life for Jesus. So therefore, there'll be a small reward. But for those of us that heed this warning, we want to, thank you, David. Cheers. For those of us that heed this warning, we want to make sure that our life is lived fully, fully engaged with him. If we, if we just flick to, I think it's the next scripture. There's this scripture, which, which many of you would have heard as well. This is quite a strong one, but it's, it's something we really need to take on board. So Matthew 16, it says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower or my disciple, you must give up your own way, take up your cross, and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. Go to the next one. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? For the Son of Man will come with his angels in the glory of his Father and will judge all people according to their deeds, so according to what you've done. So if you just go back, back one. So we want to be making sure that our lives are given over to him. So every day, making sure that, that this day, God, whatever you want me to do, I'm going off to my job, I'm going off to my workplace, I give you my life afresh. Whatever you want to do with me today, however you want to use me today, you use me. And, you know, if we, I've always loved this scripture because it says that if you try to hang on to your life, you try to do what you personally kind of in a selfishly maybe wanting to do with your life you will it it will just it will vanish out of your hands you will lose it but if you actually say lord here's my life you do whatever you want to do with it that's where you gain he comes in and he begins to work with your life that's kind of i don't mean to use james as an example but that's we were talking about this i think it was it friday lunchtime and James was sharing a bit of his testimony, and I'll get him to do that maybe next week. But um, he was kind of saying, and I know many of us would have experienced this, that when you, ho- when you want to do with what, what your life, whatever you want to do with it, it's like things just don't quite work out. But when you give it to God and just say, here it is, God, you, d- you use me, you do what you want to do with me, then things to just begin to fall into place and begin to work out, and God begins to use you, and you, he, you begin to see favor in your life, blessing in your life, blessing in other people's lives, and stuff happen. So that's good. If you just flick to the next one for me. So uh, yeah, and again, what benefit is it if you just, you gain the whole world, so you make loads of money, and you win, you, you know, become famous, or whatever, or, or you, you gain the whole world, but you lose your soul in the, in the process. For God is coming with his angels in glory, in the glory of his Father. He will judge all people. So we'll go through that judgment. And according to what we've done, we will receive our reward. You know, one thing I really felt the Lord say to me um, for this message, and this is possibly the most, well, all all of it is very important, but possibly the most important thing 
I felt God say to me the other day that my relationship with him and our relationship with him, our one-on-one relationship with him, is the most important thing we have in our lives. And that relationship that we have with him, whether it's a a mature relationship with him or a a very kind of new relationship with him or or however you want to describe your relationship with him, it's, it's kind of like knowing him now, but then when you transition, you know, when you die and you go to heaven, it's like you carry that relationship on. Now, obviously, we'll know him in a greater dimension when we're in heaven with him. We'll, you know, we'll know him completely then. But it's, it's like you can, I don't know how to explain it, you can walk with him now, and he is the eternal one, and he lives inside of us. So there's eternity, eternity is inside of us. So it's almost like you can, you can have a relationship in eternity with God now as you are here living and breathing here on earth. And, and that relationship will, will do the things that we need to do so that we get our reward in heaven. But it's so important that our relationship with him develops and grows and becomes... It, it grows, it matures, so that we fall more in love with him. You know, when you have a relationship with someone, or, and like with a relationship with God, you, you begin to get to know that person. You begin to get to know the things they like, the things they don't like. You, need, you know what, what makes them happy, what pleases them, what doesn't. You know, you just, you just know the things that, you know the way they talk, the way they communicate, their voice. You 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 understand the things that that call. You know, I, do you know what I'm trying to say? You you begin to just develop an awareness of that person. You know when they're when they're around. You know you can almost tell what they're feeling, and you can you know what what's going on in in their lives. And that's how our relationship with how our relationship with God should be. It should be that close that we have a sense of what is going on in his heart, what he's wanting to say to us. And, you know, my, when I was a young Christian, and I, I've shared this before, when I was a young Christian and um, just was starting to get to know God and begin to walk with him and begin to talk with him and praise him and worship him, I saw other people who had relationships with God that where they could hear him and they could do all these things that I just said, know what he's feeling and know what to do next and know what he, where he's leading and know what he wants to, you to do with your life and all of that kind of stuff. And I was like, God, I just want that relationship with you. I want to have that relationship with you. And I've kind of pursued that within my, my Christian part of my life. And I know I have, a, I have a relationship with God, but I want it to be better. I want it to grow. I want to develop it more. I want to get to a point where I can hear him at any given time of the day, in whatever I'm doing, I can hear the Lord and I can know what he wants me to do. I can hear whatever he's saying, what he's trying to communicate to me, what he might want me to say to someone else or what he might, be want, might want me to pray or where he might want me to go, whatever. And, you know, and I can hear God, 
I do hear God speak to me sometimes like that, but I want it to grow. And I think we should all, that should be a desire of all of our hearts, that our relationship with him grows, develops, becomes stronger, becomes deeper. That as we're walking through our time here, that tiny little slot of time here, we're growing to know him. We're getting to know him. And that, if you could just go back to the scripture, I think it was the second slide or third slide. So that's John 17, 3, and it says, And this is the way to have eternal life, to know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, the one you sent to earth. So eternal life can be found in growing and knowing him. And that knowing, that know there is an intimate knowing him intimately, deeply. And have you ever been, have you ever been in any meetings before where, um, I'm talking about obviously, you know, church meetings, worship meetings, times with God, prayer meetings sometimes, where time kind of just disappears. Like you feel like you've been there for like half an hour, but actually you've been there for like three hours. You ever been, anyone ever been in any meetings like that? Or, or even times at home, maybe with God, where you're just, you're, you're just there worshiping or praying and you feel like it's only been a short amount of time, but it's been hours and hours have just gone by like that. Now, I always, I always kind of relate that to it being kind of touching something of eternity with God, a timelessness kind of moment with him. Because obviously he's outside of time. So we're in this kind of linear time frame where, you know, we're born and, you know, we die, however many years that may be. But God, when you touch God and when you get into a deep place with God, you kind of... It, it can sometimes feel like you're outside of time. Time just vanishes really quickly. And I feel like it's that, that when we know him, we can touch eternity. We, we go into something eternal. We connect with him in an eternal way. And, and that's, that's, that's almost like, it's a connection, isn't it? It's a connection into eternity, where God is. So, how do I want us to respond this morning? Well, hopefully, this demonstration has, has caused you to have a little bit of a think about life, and about how you want to live your life. But I just want to encourage you that on, in your daily life, just be living it with an awareness of God's Spirit, he lives inside of us. Be living it with, with a desire to hear him, to be close to him. This is why quiet times or a time with God in the morning is so important, just preparing you for the rest of your day. You might be at school or college or university or whatever. Um, I'm not sure, you know, whatever your circumstances, wherever you are, live a life that is, that is worthy of him that's that's probably the best way I can explain it be kind to people love people you know have integrity don't lie don't cheat don't steal be there for people encourage people speak well of people don't gossip about them behind their backs don't you know slander people or anything like that encourage those that are struggling Go the extra mile for people. You know, all of this stuff that we know Jesus talks about. Love your enemies and all of that kind of stuff. 
pray for people. God has called us to live that bit of our life well and we will receive, like it says, like it says in that scripture, we will receive, um, where is it in Matthew? He will, he will give us, he'll give us what we deserve according to the deeds, according to the things that we've done. You know, in Revelation 22, it says, look, I'm coming soon. My reward is with me and I will give to each person according to what they have done. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. You know, just to finish on this, God loves, he wants to reward us, doesn't he? He loves us. He wants to give us something. He's always giving and giving and giving. But how many know when you live that life in close step, in close relationship with him, this stuff will, it kind of automatically will flow out of us. The loving of people, the helping people, all of that kind of stuff will, will just, it will just flow out to other people. People will sense it on you. It's, it's God's spirit working in us and working through us. So this morning, can we have a bit of keyboard? Where's Richard? This morning, I want us to, to just take all of that on board and I want you to kind of make a decision this morning that you're going to do all of the stuff that I said that, that we need to do today. That you're going to live your life in the light of eternity, in light of eternity. That you're going to be thinking about where you're going next and where you are already now and that kind of transition that we're making. Because actually, you know, not to be too negative but you know tomorrow's not promised for any for any one of us is it you know you can have a car accident or whatever and you can be gone in a flash um, so we've got to live just with our eyes thinking about that the length of the cable where we're going to next and I want you to make a decision this morning to maybe maybe you want to make a decision to follow God for the first time maybe you've never given your life to him he loves you he wants to have a relationship with you he wants to live inside of you so maybe today you want to give your life to him for the first time you can you know you can talk to me after you can pray with me and we can do that maybe you want to rededicate your life to him maybe you haven't really been living for him recently but you now is a moment where you're like do you know what Something you said this morning has triggered something in me and I want to live for you more fully today. And we can pray for you if you want to make that decision. Or maybe you just want to say, God, I want to, I want to develop that relationship with you. I want to know you more. I want to know you deeper. And I want to hear your voice, be led by your spirit and live the life that you've called me to live. Whatever it is this morning that you, whatever unique decision you need to make, just maybe close your eyes right now and just speak to the Lord.
something completely different that you just feel you need to, in a way you feel you need to respond to him.
I just pray for everyone here that, Father God, we would live with an eternal mindset, with an eternal perspective. This short life, Lord, as your word says, like the wind, it's like the flower that the wind just blows over and it's, it's here today, it's gone tomorrow, that, Father, we would use this short life, we'd place it in your hands. We would sow this life to you, Father God, that you would use it, Lord, for your glory. That you'd take the little that we have that you've given us, we place it in your hands and you'd multiply it. That it would be in abundance, that it would bless people around us. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.